Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to this podcast channel from Wig Weave, the number two, Natural Well Hair. I am your host, Natural Keisha, and this podcast channel can be followed on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at From Wig Weave, the number two, Natural Well Hair. And you can also tune in to any of these segments that's presented here on all internet radio platform that carries podcasts. Today, I will be simply discussing the ultimate guide for 4C hair care in this COVID 2020 year. You probably found the post, or should I say this segment, because you follow my natural hair group on Facebook at From Wig Weave, the number two natural oil hair. So I am also doing a audio segment so you can have this as an audio version just in case you don't find the post in the group. You might also be frustrated with your current routine and are looking for new ways to care for the foolish hair type. In either case, you're in luck. This is a complete 14-step guide to replay at your convenience and probably the last one you'll ever need to read. It is lengthy so you will need to reference it more than once so that's when the replay of this segment come in replay at your convenience or share with a friend family member if you would like also don't forget to favorite this podcast channel now as you grab your cup of coffee tea soda water etc while listening to this segment this will be a long one it's 14 steps and I will go through them all step number one set out your hair goals before you start out on any kind of journey you need to have a good idea of where you're headed a destination that is or at least where you want to end up For a lot of us, that goal has been long, healthy, draping hair. For some of us, that's regrowing our edges. And for the lucky rest of us, that's just maintaining the healthy hair we have growing on top of our head, out of our scalp. This is already a great start. Congratulations to those that has made it to this step. Pinpointing your hair goals will keep you from spinning in every direction when it comes to the foolish hair care. Pick one goal, stick with it for a few months, then adapt as you see fit. Most of your hair goals will end up working together so just stay optimistic keep an open mind also even if your hair goals right now are length volume thickness 
density, curl definition, and regrowing bald spots? Don't feel like picking just one mean. You will be losing out on the others. Picking just one means you will ultimately achieve all of them in time. Most of your hair goals, when pursued holistically, often have side effects that leads to an overall improvement in hair health anyway. Number two, know your hair profile, know your hair type, etc. The next step is caring for foolish hair is to know and understand your full hair profile by yourself. You are the judge of your crown. You judge the product, you judge what needs to be done and how it makes your hair react. Observe your scalp and you definitely want to listen to your hair. This is important, but it is also good to know your hair porosity, density, your scalp condition, as well as your current length. This is important to know because it will help you a lot when you're making those drastic last minute decisions about your hair care. Decisions like what kind of inspiration to follow, what kind of recipes and remedies to try without hesitation, and even what to expect from your hair's progress. This can save you a lot of money, time, and frustration. If, for example, you have naturally fine strains and low-density hair, you know that no amount of money you spent on a product will change that. You can instead tailor your forage hair care routine to one that reinforces fine strains without causing the breakage and improves the overall appearance of your hair. However, if your profile of your hair is one way and learn that it has improved or changed along the way, this will be a pleasant surprise. It will also serve as motivation to continue on your newfound hair journey. Number three, monitor your hair, track your progress. Leading in from the previous point, we can't stress the importance of tracking progress enough. It is great ways to view how your hair is advancing, especially because our forest hair doesn't exactly clearly let us know when it's growing or even when it's happy. We're not just talking about taking pictures either. I mean, I'm not just talking about taking pictures either. I mean, using what we call a state of union list. Here you can clearly write down what your hair loves and what it does. This is especially valuable when you're making changes to your regimen. Even slight ones. Write down an ingredient once you notice it in a few products your hair doesn't respond to. You can also write down a techno or some type of arterial motive that you can go by or a detour technique like 
LLC or LCO, as soon as you notice which your, what your hair likes or prefer, trust me, when I say how valuable this is for getting in tune and playing and trying products and etc. with your hair, you will find yourself paying more attention when you apply the product from the start of the treatment. This is because you know you have to write down how your hair is responding to it afterwards. You never have the experience of realizing months or years after using a product that it is irreversibly damaging your hair. I also recommend taking pictures of your hair. This is a great motivation to not to just only give your hair um, a positive standpoint but it also can have some negative feelings about the foolish hair also our hair is beautiful and it speaks to us telling us exactly what it likes and doesn't like you just have to be listening number four understand what balance means for your hair when natural groups natural hair podcasts instagram twitter pinterest etc is talking about um balance we need to understand what that balance for our hair is taking all the care necessary to ensure balance in our lives, but particularly our hair. This also means taking care of your foolish hair from the inside out. There is so much value information from consuming a healthy, nutrition, dense diet and drinking plenty of water and eating your fruits and veggies, as we know. It always sounds like a lie when people attribute drastic improvements to their hair, skin, and nails, to drinking water. However, depending on your current water intake, this could be drastic for you as well. If you're already eating a healthy diet and drinking tons of water, you know you're already got a solid foundation. You have no idea how many are simply not doing this one major earthly thing if you can afford it I also suggest taking vitamins or dietary supplements these either accelerate your hair growth rate or create a healthy enough environment in your body for hair growth biotin MSM powder sugar bear vitamins hair vitamins hair affinity and many more that's out there on the market today. Just search for vitamins or dietary supplements in your search, wherever it is that you shop. This is because your body is a priority-based machine, unfortunately. Yet, fortunately, this means hair growth is often treated as low priority functions. If your body has just enough protein, fats, and vitamins 
for a few vital organs in your body, circulating them to your scalp for the purpose of hair growth will simply not to be because one of them is working or is not working. Another point of balance to note is your moisture protein balance. Our hair can only thrive when it has adequate levels of both moisture and protein. This ratio will be determined largely by your hair profile. High porosity hair needs more protein than low porosity hair, etc. Paying attention to how much moisture and protein your hair lacks and then feeding it accordingly will be crucial to your hair's health. The final point of balance is your hair's pH. This is something that may be a little harder for some to detect. If you don't have a random test done to try out on your pH balance, however, you will notice when your hair becomes extremely frizzy, dull, or unmanageable. These are all characteristics we as naturals or transition or relax will not pay attention to but we need to because these are characteristics that might attribute to unbalanced pH and ACV rinse is what you might need to correct this try a ACV rinse today better known as apple cider vinegar rinse. Number five, cleans often enough. Like all of our tips that we give each other back and forth in natural hair groups or the natural hair community, you will find that there are no magic number to go by. How often should I wash my forish hair that becomes a question. This is highly subject. And you will eventually come to your own numbers after going through the previous three steps before this one. You would know your hair is dirty and needs to be washed when it needs to be washed. You're the judge of that also. No matter how much you try to moisturize your hair, it doesn't stay hydrated. Your scalp is itchy are inflamed, your hair feels oily, and somehow still dry. If your hair doesn't meet all these conditions after one week, you don't need to wash it. If it still doesn't after two weeks, you still don't need to wash it. Pre-poo. Pre-poo. When you are ready to wash your hair, we always recommend in the natural hair communities doing a pre-poo treatment beforehand. Yes, before every single wash day. With a pre-poo treatment, you can apply an oil, a gloss, or whatever herbs and herbs you need. Consult this guide, this segment, as your backup plan, rewind, pause, fast forward, share, etc. And be sure that your hair is reinforced before the stripping force of shampoo.
You can also choose to detangle your hair during this process and put your hair in medium chunky twists for washing. Washing your hair in twists is the safest way we found in the natural hair community and haven't looked back since. Even if you're giving yourself a trim, two strain, three strain twists are awesome when doing a trim. You lose the least amount of your hair in the shower and it keeps your hair from getting detangled and matted along the way. Now, when we are talking about the hibiquous roots, we are all about information. Information, information, how to do this, how to do that, where do I go, what do I do, etc. Finding your own unique balance, that's why we don't recommend routines with strict schedules or things you must do. We must give ourselves those examples and offer tools that we can find at the local beauty supply store, local grocery store, Amazon, eBay, etc. Wherever you buy your hair care products at. For you to use when your curls ask for them. Number six. Deep condition every time you cleanse. Deep conditioning is a simple act of applying a deep conditioning product to your hair, leaving it on for the extended period of time that's on the back of that label under directions, and then rinsing it off. Hair masks, moisturizing deep conditioners, protein deep conditioner treatments, and gloss can all be used to deep condition hair. You would just need to pick the appropriate product that meets your hair needs and deep condition with it. Deep conditioning is one thing we do say is absolutely necessary for healthy and lengthy hair. There is no way you can achieve the benefits of the herbs, ingredients, and treatments that's recommended without prolonging exposure to your hair. Rather, this is done with heat you can use if you don't want the hassle of owning a hooded dryer or you can just do it without heat at all. You need to be coating your strains with a deep conditioner after every wash, then letting it work its magic for a while. There's no skipping this process, ladies. It's a stable in every single forish hair care recommendation for a reason. A couple of years ago, I thought I would be the one to debunk the myth of deep conditioning, the forish hair that I carry. This is a clear example of how I done the work so you don't have to. I thought to myself, 4C hair doesn't have to be hard work. Wash days don't have to be as long as everyone says. I can just co-wash my hair every time I wash it and I won't need to deep condition it at all. I thought I had cheated the system. Hmm. But boy, was I wrong. This was working. <laughs>
for me because my hair was getting wet every week. Getting a bit hydrated and I was saving tons of time. And not to say money also. But because I didn't have the state of the union list, I talk about in step three, I didn't notice how badly my strains were actually suffering from this. As a result, I noticed about one year later that my hair had thinned out. Yes, thinned out. My crone, almost up to the front of my bang area, was actually suffering from this. Which I was struggling to grow out the hair was still struggling months later and my hair had all the clear characteristics of moisture overload this is when the hair has way more moisture than protein and becomes unbalanced this is why we suggest in the natural hair community paying close attention to your hair you need to be able to realize your hair is off balance and pick the herb, oil, or clay you need to correct it by deep conditioning before it's too late. Number seven, protective style. Hmm, this is something that also is really important for the forage hair community. Hair care and protection. Unless your hair is already very resistant to breakage and damage, you cannot make any progress without protective styling. Gotta protect style that hair, put it away and leave it alone. Even though the most of us have that um, syndrome, H-I-H, which stands for hands in hair in the natural hair community, This is also something I thought I could get out of also at the beginning of my hair journey. After I had <laughs> Big Chop and I only transitioned one time and just started to see the lint, you know. By protective styling, we don't just mean putting your hair in braids and forgetting it. If this is what you do, I understand completely. Why you don't think protective styling works? That was me until I truly understood the purpose of protective styling. The purpose of protective styling is to protect your ends. They're the oldest part of the hair, the ends. Yes, the ends are your oldest part of the hair, period. They're the oldest and the most fragile part of our hair. They're what you have to keep from breaking off if you want to see your hair growth. This is because when we talk about growing hair, we're not so focused on trying to get hair to grow out of your roots. Trust me. This is hardly ever the problem when your hair is at a plat. Our primary goal in the natural hair community and natural hair groups, etc. When trying to grow your hair long, keep your ends healthy for as long as you can. To do this, we re I recommend mini twists with no added hair, and we can't praise this hairstyle enough. It 
has did wonders with my hair and probably plenty more naturalist queens out there in the world. Here are a few reasons why. It offers the perfect blend of protection and accessibility for the hair. When we moisturize and seal our hair in many twists, we cover more surface area with the product when our hair is in those mini twists than when it is in cornrows or any other hairstyle or protective hairstyle out there. Think about the expression, united we stand. I know, corny, right? But think about it, how hard it is to break a bunch of pasta sticks compared to snapping a single one. When your hair is twist, it becomes more resistant to breakage and damage. There is also no other time you will get up close and personal with individual strains of your hair than you're installing your own twist. You get to learn every single section of your strains of your hair and you will physically feel the difference if anything changes between installs. Mini twists can be kept in for up to three weeks without too much matting. You can also wash, deep condition, and moisturize your hair in this state, which is absolutely great. This prevents over manipulation and unnecessary breakage, which we don't need. Mini twists also are really versatile to style. You can put them in a bun, space bun, crown braids, and style them any way you wish. Embrace your beauty. Black is beautiful. If you do not want braids or twists, install them with extensions. There's nothing wrong with extensions. Just make sure you leave those thin edges alone and don't let anyone put those heavy protective styles on those thin edges. Whether it's your edges, your nap, or possibly your crown. You just have to prep your hair properly beforehand. Give it the treatment it would need to withstand the detangle and blow dry process that your hair would need to withstand for this installation. I personally prefer to do the heavy lifting myself before I entrust someone else with it. After many house stylists pulling, tugging, and damaging my hair, I no longer trust anyone else with the blow dry process. I also do everything I can find the right style to install. People who understand that pretty hair doesn't have to be pulled tight. Once your braids are in, you can't ignore your hair underneath. You still have to take care of your hair with spritz, the water, squeezing in the leave-in conditioner and sealing it with the oil. When you feel your strains are getting dry, you also still have to cover your braids in a satin scarf, bonnet, lay on a silk pillowcase or a satin pillowcase when you go to bed, and cleanse your scalp when it gets dirty. Your hair and braids is still your hair now. 
Don't forget about those hair strings. Wow, and braids. Number eight, protect your hair at all costs. This is in the same light as the point above. Your goal during this new journey is to keep the hair you're working so hard to transform protected. You want to keep your ends always tucked away, either in protective styles or in low manipulation styles. Keep your hair off your shoulders or any material that might pull and tug at your hair strings. Edges, 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 edges. Mind your edges. This doesn't mean you can never wear a super tight bun or lay your edges to the gods above. You can choose to do these styles once in a while or take precautions with them. For example, applying castor oil as a burial on your edges before putting any harsh or drying gels or even edge control gel on them. This could also be laying them with a fine tooth comb instead of a toothbrush. I like this one. The teeth are fine enough to get the job done and you have a brush on there in case you need it. You know the edge brush that comes with the edge control gel. It's a brush on one end and a comb on the other end. That is a very great tool to have when you're laying those edges. Detangling. Detangling your hair properly is also a good point to emphasize here on. This is a crucial step to a successful wash day, but this depends on heavily your hands are or how tough you are with your hair. If your hair is in many twists, this is a step you can happily skip on wash day. However, if this is not the case, you want to use your fingertips primarily. Now, on the hair group from wig weave to natural hair on Facebook, I recommend finger detangling over anything because it forces you to be patient with your hair, filling out the knots, what part of the hair is most difficult or easy to detangle, figuring out the cause, and treating the problem in a timely manner. Detangling your hair with tools make it easy to not be mindful during the process. I do recommend tools once in a while for a through detangling session every once in a while. For this, I recommend specialized tools for forest hair like the Tangle Teaser Wet Detangler made by Felicia Leatherwood Brush and the Easy Detangling Brush. You have to definitely try that Easy Detangling Brush. It has made my forest hair so easy to manage and detangle. In either case, you're never one to detangle your hair when it's dry. Do it when it is soaked and product like conditioner would slip a detangler or while water is being 
ran through your hair while you're under the shower. Your environment. I like to put my satin scarf on right away when I walk into the house, for example. Not just because I'm about to go to bed. This is because I don't want to accidentally fall asleep on the couch without a scarf on my hair. Or have my head against any surface around the house without it being protected. Even when my hair is in braids, I never wear cotton bennies. Now, when I was relaxed, I did. That was back in the days, but now it's all about the satin scarves, satin bonnets, silk pillowcases, satin pillowcases, etc., which I love. <laughs> Let my hair rub against my turtleneck. Nah, that wouldn't be a good idea. But be extra protected of your hair and it will respond positively in turn with love and caring for the way you fix your face if your hairstyle don't go right. So you will have a happy face now. Number nine, sleep with a satin slash silk scarf and pillowcase. Because some of us, as we know, we can put on a scarf for a bonnet. Somehow, the scarf or bonnet ends up on the floor or laying beside you. So it's also great to take that extra step to lay on a pillow that is silk or satin. So that way you won't end up ripping out your hair while you're tossing and turning and enjoying your great night of sleep. Based on the previous step, this part should really go without saying. A satin pillowcase is your backup plan for when your satin scarf slips off your head at night. This is because you should never tie your head scarf so tightly that it cuts off circulation to your head, give you headaches or pulls at your edges. I only noticed that I have developed a bald spot in the middle of my head from possibly wearing too many heavy hairstyles and my crown area is always drier than the rest of the hair yeah but not too tight and making a knot in the same place every night is not a good idea when you're tying those scars around your head not knowing my satin pillowcase is on its reassurance enough to let me tie my scarf on a little looser you should always do your best to make sure your scarf is tied on your forehead rather than directly on your edges. Tying the scarf directly on your edges does ultimately more harm than good. I also suggest satin or silk over cotton because cotton is naturally hydrophilic. Simply put, it sucks out moisture. It's like a vampire to your scalp and your hair strands and causes friction between your hair and its fibers. As you can see, sleeping on a satin is not only great for your hair, but for your skin as well. Now, they do have other clays and liquids out there that you can use also 
to stimulate your hair growth. I go on to details about the benefits of the auroric oils, auroric oils, I think that's how you say it, sorry, and how to infuse your own herbs and oils for maximum results. You can use an oil that also has stimulating properties and massage your scalp every other day for about 10 minutes. You can either use the pads, like the cotton balls or so, to damp some oil on there and apply it directly to your scalp after pouring it with your fingertips or a comb. They also have the vibrating scalp brush that you can use. I call it a shampoo brush, but it vibrates and massage for you. So after applying great products to your hair, you can just go over your hair with that scalp massager, shampoo brush, etc. It works both on dry or wet hair. So you can use it either while you're washing your hair or on the couch watching Netflix, Hulu, etc. <laughs> I bought cheaper ones in the past that just ended up dying on me. So I'll say invest wisely the first time. Because I did not invest wisely the first time. I went the cheap way around and that scalp massager tapped out on me. Now number 11, do tea rinses as need, needed. We're already talking about apple cider vinegar rinses here. Sometimes a good rinse with green tea or black tea is all the care your forish hair needs for a quick dose of strengthening and reinforcement. Some teas even boast the growth stimulating properties. Some offer follicle regeneration, regeneration to prevent excess hair shedding. Follow these steps to add a tea rinse into your natural hair care routine today. Steep the tea of your choice, pour it into a spray bottle, wash your hair as you would on a normal wash day, spray the tea on your scalp in the roots of your hair, apply a shower cap and cover for five to 10 minutes, rinse the tea out of your hair, follow up with a deep conditioner, Here's a detailed post about the benefits of a good tea rinse, how you can make one at home. Another important thing is to note that it's benefits that the tea rinse offers. You would notice these immediately. Number two, excuse me, number 12. <laughs> Do a herbal glossy as needed. We also can't stress in this natural hair community enough how beneficial using an herbal glossy are for the foreish hair care either. A gloss is simply a milder form or the Ayurvedic, Ayurvedic, the Ayurvedic, treatment mask if you heard of a, a, a product called Hannah yeah Hannah leaves your hair with a gloss that is one product that is named this is the concept behind it 
to make a gloss you really need to just add herbs of your choice some oils or a conditioner it is the easier way to treat your hair with herbs without the commitment of a full-blown herb mass it is also a time saver if you want to reap the benefits of the herbs often but don't want to overprocess your forage hair running the risk of throwing it off balance in this segment i talk about hannah glosses and all other ways you can use the powerful herbs of your uh, your verdict hair regimen be sure to consult the herbs um do a patch test in other words to make sure you're not allergic because i would hate for you to put that all over your hair and your scalp and you break out you do want to stay positive consistent use in a product is good if your product don't work you need to disregard it incorporate all these tips will lead your hair to be the most communicative and healthy it's ever been I will be writing on the group on Facebook at from wig weave the number two natural oil hair all the background on clays oils conditioners deep conditioner shampoo you can go there and view that and don't forget to check out the group's popular post topics section where they have a list of things that we have talked about in the past that you might want to take a look into until then guys that is my time thank you for tuning in and listening to this podcast channel from wig weave the number two natural oil hair don't forget to follow subscribe tune in on all radio platforms that carry podcasts if you would like to be a guest on this podcast channel simply send an email to from wig weave the number two natural l at gmail.com talk to you guys in the group bye